Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. And my friends from the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI holds a special place in my heart. USVI is truly a magical place and a one-of-a-kind travel destination. From USVI's amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and breathtaking beaches, USVI has everything you could ever want in a vacation. Did you know that you don't need a passport to travel to the USVI when traveling from within the U.S.? It's so easy. No passport is required when traveling from the U.S., making travel hassle-free. I didn't have my passport because of the pandemic, and I definitely made it over to St. John. Be sure to add the U.S. Virgin Islands to your list of places to vacation this year. USVI is one of those must-see places. Start planning your next getaway to St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's Angela Yee, and my friends from the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI holds a special place in my heart. USVI is truly a magical place and a one-of-a-kind travel destination. From USVI's amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and breathtaking beaches, USVI has everything you could ever want in a vacation. Did you know that you don't need a passport to travel to the USVI when traveling from within the U.S.? It's so easy. No passport is required when traveling from the U.S., making travel hassle-free. I didn't have my passport because of the pandemic, and I definitely made it over to St. John. Be sure to add the U.S. Virgin Islands to your list of places to vacation this year. USVI is one of those must-see places. Start planning your next getaway to St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two caps a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Jasmine from the JasmineBrand.com is here. Yes. And we have a very special guest, the epitome of what it is that we try to talk about up here on Way Up with Angela Yee. Caroline Waga is here with us. Hey, hey. Yes, hey, you, hey. you are the president and chief executive officer of Essence Ventures. I am. And you also have your own Wanga woman, too. I do. I do. So can you talk about Essence Ventures for people? Because we yeah. think of Essence Festival, we think of the magazine. Yes. But there are other ventures, too. Yeah. That's why it's Essence Ventures. Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations, sis. This is <laughs> this is so dope. We've done this before, but I couldn't be more honored to be with you here. I'm super proud of what you're doing and what you continue you. to do and who it inspires. So I'm honored to be here. And Jasmine, honored to be here with you as well. So let's talk about Essence Ventures, right? So here's the way that I would have you think about it. There are a series of companies that sit under this brand called Essence Ventures. And when you tie them together, the goal is to really create a frictionless and boundaryless black economic engine. Mm -hmm. So what it includes is Essence Communications, which is the festival and the magazine and Black Women in Hollywood and all these activations that everybody knows. What also sits with underneath me now as a part of the group is BeautyCon. So people may remember oh, the brand BeautyCon. I if know you remember, right. Beauty, yes. remember that? I lived in LA for a while. Yeah, so yeah, yes. yeah. So most people, like BeautyCon has a heck of a following and had been dormant for a couple of years. Yeah. We acquired that. I was that. wondering what happened to Yeah, BeautyCon. we acquired that last summer. Yeah, so we acquired that last summer. In fact, we're doing this week, we're doing a, a media day to talk about the relaunch of that. So we will be relaunching BeautyCon this year. We've already excited. got a couple yeah. of events on the calendar for this year as it is. Really looking to revamp that as democratization of beauty so it existed before what we're hoping to bring it back at is to actually take the idea of beauty out of the brand's hands and put it back in our hands mm -hmm. and have the brand start to really engage with us I love about how, what beauty means and I, I believe that the way in which beauty has been mismanaged is one of the biggest health crises happening with women because it is creating these insecurities that are causing us not to feel valued in the world so excited to activate that I'm glad you said that, that too because even with beauty on TikTok yeah. it is just really difficult yeah we gotta stop all this like <laughs> Like, yeah. first of all, nobody lives their life as a filter. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Most of the imagery you see that are produced by brands is not realistic, even for the doggone person on the thing. It took three cameras, one Photoshop, eight yeah. makeup artists, <laughs> yeah. and, right? Like, yeah. it's unrealistic, but we are feeding that information to young people, and they are literally killing themselves because they can't do it. Absolutely. We want to talk about a health care. So we're excited to okay. acti reactivate BeautyCon, but with much more of an activist tone to return the definition of beauty back to the individual than the brand's follow, which is the other way around. What also sits within there is Afropunk. Mm -hmm. So Afropunk is a longstanding brand that my definition of is it has always been the safest place for black that's on the margin, meaning folks that have interest in things that may not have been acceptable in black community may have been different, whether it be heavy metal, gamers, Comic-Con, all of that. But at the end of the day, Afropunk is, is the part of our portfolio that stands anti-anything, right? Anti-homophobia, anti-racism, anti-right, and really has represented how we make sure that the full spectrum of what it means to be black, because it's not a monolith, right. is seen and heard equitably. And it's one of my absolute favorite communities, because when you go to Afropunk, you yeah. can be whatever you mm -hmm. want three times a day. They encourage it. Super yeah. dope. It's encouraged. Super, right. <laughs> and, and it's almost like if you don't come in that way, you almost feel uncomfortable if you don't come fully Good. authentic. Plus, <laughs> you also just take a little juice away, like, you know what? I am going to make a caution tape dress, because now that I've seen one, I should have. <laughs> 
have yeah. one. Why not be like, okay. But and I love going to Everbrook. Is, is in how many cities? Because I've been to the one in it's Brooklyn. A, it's a number of, so Brooklyn is its original. Mm-hmm. We've done it in Atlanta before. We've done it in Minneapolis before. We've done it in Bahia. So we last year we did Bahia. We're doing Bahia again this year. Mm-hmm. As we look at the black population that sits within Brazil, it's been in South Africa at times. And so I would actually say in our entire portfolio, Afropunk has probably had the most global activation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in terms of historically. But again, it now sits with us under this group of brands. And so what we also get to do is leverage each other's strengths and capabilities there. So think about Afropunk being about how we make sure that the full um, spectrum of black is represented. And then you combine that with the beauty con that's about putting beauty back in your hands. And you start to see Afropunk Brooklyn differently if you go, what are the makeup looks of Afropunk, Mm. right? And so we're really excited for those to sit together. And then the fourth brand is Essence Studios, which is our own production house. It was created in 2018 because of this thing called the Rona that we all went through COVID. (laughs) It basically became what saved our business during the pandemic. It became a streaming platform for the festival where we have 45 million views, 65 million views the next year. And so now what we're doing is really reinventing what studios is going to be to help fill in where our portfolio needs more focus on particular black segments to be able to drive forward. But that's what Essence Ventures is. Sheesh. That's a lot. We've got to yeah. have you come up for each different. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and, and, I, and I have to sleep different segments to go through, meeting <laughs> right. each of them. But it's a beautiful combination of something that as we continue to refine it, we'll really, really, really continue to do our part to strengthen black in terms of community, black in terms of value, black in terms of culture, black in terms of capital and all of that is is only good. And is there's never good. a question for Essence Fest to be in New Orleans, right? That, 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 listen, you know, and I have to tell <laughs> we people love New Orleans, because <laughs> they don't understand that this mouse is the horse's mouth. So the horse's mouth said, we're never leaving New Orleans. And, and here's the thing. People... Depending on what your relationship has been with Essence Festival, the number one piece of feedback I get is, well, could you do it in other locations? No. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the even if you... So there's a documentary coming out later this year, y'all, on the 50 years of Essence. So it's what, called what? Time of Essence. Wow, coming. 50 Watch years it. of Essence. Dope. 50 years of hip-hop. 50 years of all, all kinds of 50. <laughs> but one of the stories that's in there is the story of why Ed Lewis chose to do festival in New Orleans instead of New York. Mm-hmm. And by the way, festival is supposed to be a one-time celebration of the 25th anniversary of the magazine. Oh. It was the 25th year of the magazine, wow. and they just wanted to have something to celebrate the anniversary. And it would not be the same. I love New York, but yeah, he talks it's, in it detail would be different. about choosing New Orleans yeah. because of the cultural mecca that it was and the opportunity that was created. And for 29 years now, we've been there. It doesn't work without New Orleans. They were born together. The warmth, the culture, the history, the way that New Orleans operates isn't there. There's only three times where it has not been in New Orleans. The first time was Katrina when it was in Houston. I remember and that. And most people just don't want to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like they know why we had it's to go there. It's not discussed, yeah. But, but it's like, nah, that wasn't, that, yeah. We did what we had to do, right? <laughs> and then it was 2020 when we did it virtual for COVID and then 2021 we did a hybrid. We recorded some things on, on the ground. But when we I was talk there about, for all those, mm-hmm. except, know, right? for, except for Houston. You, right. Right. you didn't go to, I didn't it, go to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's, a, there's no way it functions without New Orleans. But here's what I'll tell you is the real more important story. When you look at what the people that participate in the festival do for the city of New Orleans, yeah. you understand what would be different if we left. We're talking about an annual impact, meaning every year of $327 million a year that we pump straight into New Orleans, whether that be taxes, whether that be lodging, whether that be flights. We're talking about what we do to create 3,600 jobs locally. Like, forget us coming in and having a good time and spending our money. We are an economy Mm -hmm. for For New New Orleans. Orleans. And what we can't do is abandon that for aesthetic. 
we have to honor that. And it doesn't work if we're not together. Right. And so, yes, I say very affirmatively, we aren't going anywhere. Now, <laughs> eventually I'm going to run out of real estate. There ain't going to be so many chairs. So the, being able to deliver particular things virtual, giving people virtual only experiences that expose them to Nola and others is how we can continue to grow the audience that is access and be able to give people different types of experience by maybe even having things coming from different locations. But in terms of festival leaving New Orleans, not happening. If you don't like that, go to somebody else's festival. Now, I know you saw Juvenile. <laughs> Questioning. See, you chose violence today. <laughs> you chose violence When we saw today. that, we were like, Where oh. is the brown liquor? Where is the brown liquor? Okay, so listen. listen, listen. Please address it. We, I'm, I'm going to address it. Head on, tail on, nail on. It's the only way you know how. Let me be really clear, right? So one of the things we changed within the festival is that we used to have like a theme each year, like last year was the Black Joy for me. We came and visited and talked with that. As we are doing this evolution of the festival, we made an intentional decision to not necessarily stick to, try to come up with a theme because it makes everything dramatic, but instead look at what are black cultural moments that are happening that are relevant that we want to tap into. And because this was the 50th anniversary of hip hop, of course we like it, so are we. Now it's gonna be a little bit different because our whole convention center has stuff, but we'll talk about that in a second, right? <laughs> so we made a decision to celebrate the 50 years of hip hop and started to source talent and have conversations with talent, right? And there is no way in hell that we were not gonna have any NOLA artists okay. be a part of this damn festival. Now, truth is in the eye of the beholder and the social handle. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, we have always created a festival that had some things announced and some things as surprise. This festival was not planned without NOLA artists performing. Some have been announced, some have not. Okay, right? all right. We would never, you just heard me give a love letter to NOLA. We would never plan a festival that did not have involvement from the city that birthed this. But we also create surprise and delight moments. So there will be surprise and delight moments that feature some NOLA talent that I'm going to be the great about, baby. Okay. Right? <laughs> Mia X was already on there as we talk about the, you know, what we want to do with, with the FEMCs, right? The female MCs. I saw Angie but Martinez also, is hosting Angie that. Angie Martinez is hosting that. But of, also, mm -hmm. part of my commitment in this new era of essence was to be engaged with the local New Orleans community authentically. So on Monday, we've added an event that we started last year, which is the Family Day and the Block Party. That entire roster is all New Orleans talent from across the musical spectrum of New Orleans. So whether or not a particular individual was on a roster is different from we don't care about NOLA artists. Right. Okay. okay. So that's the way that I'll address it. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad we put it out there right away because, yep. but that's how passionate... And watch Juvenile's social handles if you want to know more. <laughs> he, but you're, and he, that's how passionate people are, He though. cares. Yeah. He cares, And Definitely. that's a big, it's better than being like, I don't care if I'm not on this. It's more like, I need to be there. Yeah. And I think that's a testament to what Essence does bring to New Orleans and vice versa. Both of you guys, like you said, work in conjunction with each other. We can't do it. Like, it, it doesn't work if we're not together. It doesn't mean we aren't a couple that has to go get, you know, renew our vows and have counseling sometimes so we can continue to be healthy. But there is no way that we would have planned a festival focused on hip hop and not honored local hip-hop. It would have never happened. Now, let's talk about you yes. for a second. <laughs> because uh, just you having this role yeah. at Essence and the way you started, you came in, and then within a month, you became the CEO. Ooh, yep, that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, came in <laughs> under whole... Talk about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's discuss yeah. for yourself just having to put all of this together and being on the front lines of everything and yeah. 
clearly some things have to change because you're bringing your own vision yeah. and trying to see what needs to evolve into yeah. a different space. How has that been for you? Because that's not easy. I saw an article. Oof, we're doing this one, huh? Where you talked okay. about five yeah. failures, allow yourself yeah. five failures a day. If you yeah. get to six, there's a problem. <laughs> or you get to six, you just be like, it was a bad day. Let me go to sleep. Yeah, like hit reset. But so how, was it, how has it been for you? I, I sincerely appreciate the question because I took, I took the opportunity to come to this brand as an act of service. And what I mean by that is like, this this thing does not belong to me or to you. Like, it belongs to the community. And I was like, I can't break it, right? Like, I have reverence for this set of, like, I need it, I grew up off of it, it can't not be there for others. And so part of me accepting the opportunity to come was to serve in whichever capacity I needed to for however long I needed to so that this thing would still be here for all of us that need it. I don't know the world where this brand doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. That's very scary to me for my seven-year-old niece, right? And so I came as an act of service and, and recompensed the success that I had had. And how do I give back so that the role of Essence continues to be in community? That was my reason for coming. I came into a whole bunch of stuff. But what I think is most important to understand is the business was not healthy. Right. The business was not healthy because of how it had been treated within Time, Inc., and the work to rebuild that business was a lot financially, was a lot culturally. And so coming into that, and I knew it was going to be a turnaround job. Like, I, I wasn't naive to that. But the level to which there was missed moments and missed information and, and where hurt people had hurt people and all of that, the volume of it was much louder than I understood it to be before <laughs> I came in. Right. The beauty is my prior role was working in creating inclusive environments and listening. And so as much as I was worried about not coming from the media space, I ended up needing the skills that I had in my last job to just listen and be honest about the fact that we've taken all of this in and we're now going to decide where we're going to go. And so had the opportunity to do that as a part of coming in. But then I would say, you know, the mantle is heavy. I bet. The mantle is really heavy for this role. And some of that is self-inflicted and, and some of it. And I don't know that I was fully prepared. Yeah, I, said, I was weight. like, I want to get a Carolina hug. Cause yeah, I don't it's know that I was fully prepared because I came for service and so I, I didn't really care to check how heavy it was. I didn't realize how much it penetrates your personal existence. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much the way that this, that our community cares about this thing is as personal as me. Like if I don't do right by it, they coming for me. Right, right. right? You can't like, make everybody happy. You can't ever. make everybody happy, but they sure know how to find you in a DM and all here and <laughs> I'm gonna F you up if you don't, right? Like all, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that because I didn't come for that. And so I think there were moments in, especially that first year, where I just had to sit down and go, do you still want to? You now know the weight of the mantle. You get to decide. And every time I got into one of those moments, the answer was yes. It was yes with fear. It was yes with crying. It was yes with courage. It was yes with yes, but I'm changing my address and need security. <laughs> right. I was like, yes, but I'm cussing you out if you come in my DMs out of pocket. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was never no. Right. And I knew that the day that I woke up, and my answer to essence was no, was my last day in the job. It was never no, it was always a yes and. And so to be able to go through that and then now have these other brands sitting with me and to see where we are as a business, we've had a 260% increase in profitability in three years. We've increased our team by 36%. We've increased salaries by 47%. Like every day that I said yes with this team is manifesting in a way that is even beyond what I could imagine. And so the days are still hard. Mm -hmm. The mantle is still heavy. 
the service is still there, but the progress that has been proven on behalf of our community is the thing that keeps me fueled with the teams that we work with and the partners like y'all and the family that that continue to help this thing shine. Numbers don't lie. They yeah. don't lie at all. And on the days where I get to the sixth fail, we just end the day and start again tomorrow. <laughs> like, okay. Yep. I was going to ask you how you manage your stress. Terribly okay. um, <laughs> is the answer. The management of stress for me is one. I was t- I was actually saying this to somebody this weekend. I have to figure out. I now have the privilege now that things are a little bit more stable to figure out how to share myself. This job became 100 percent, 110 percent of my life. Yeah, there wasn't anything I wasn't doing, even if it was just thinking like it, it because of how important it is to me, I very easily slip into doing it all the time. And there was a time when I needed to because we were in a in a turnaround. I don't know that I have adjusted the way that I operate to where we are. And that's the task in front of me is to take back some time, right, right. to do what I need to do to be healthy as Caroline. But I'm having to actually learn that because I was in grind mode for so long of these three years that I actually woke up one day and I was like, you know, you don't need to be all extra like that girl, right? <laughs> um, and so I, I, I am trying to figure out what is the new routine. And part of that, that is having, my stress. like you said, the great team around you yes. so that you know yeah. this person can handle. That's exactly right. Yeah, so, and you guys, it feels like you're, you've are you got your team. Cause... We do. I mean, I've, we've, we've done some really dope hires over the last year from some of the biggest companies out there doing some of the most innovative thing. And I think what was important to me was that people like that would now come to want to work here mm-hmm. is a really good sign of where we are. And so, yes, delegating to those folks, right, having them represent their expertise, having them play the role that they need to play. But I also think we have repaired trust with our community partners and others so that they actually trust that we're shepherding the ship the right way and engage with us on trying to make it better. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about this lineup a little. Come on, let's that's talk about this. For me. Yeah. this all right. lineup, yes. Because, I mean, honestly, first of all, a lot of women on here, I and mean, I see I mean. Angie is also going to be doing 50 yes. years of women yes. in hip hop. Yeah. I know there's going to be some amazing surprises. There are. There are. When it comes to that. But headliners Missy Elliott. Yes. Miss Lauren Hill. Come on. Megan Thee Stallion. Come on. Jill Scott is going to be there. Yes. Uh, Trina. That's yes. your favorite, Jasmine. Yes, I love Trina. Her Listen, favorite song of all we time. We all love that's Trina. That is bitch by Trina. <laughs> Come on. That was an anthem. That's the theme. <laughs> that was an anthem. <laughs> and you said Mia X, Remy Ma, yeah. Eve, yes. Salt and Pepper. Yes. Salt and Pepper. Salt and pepper. And Spinderella's a DJ. Yes. That's right. On yeah. Sunday. All of the song. Lady of Rage is going to be there. Oh, yes. I remember her. I yes. mean, that's amazing that yeah. you have the most amazing women as far as hip-hop artists. Yeah. Ari Lennox, who we absolutely love. Money Long, Thames. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody coming outside. So what was the, for you, yeah. right, how do you guys work this? Do you work back? Because Miss Lauren Hill, it's the 25th anniversary yeah. of the Miseducation album, which yeah. is a huge deal. I mean. How was it? That is one of the, like, I feel like everybody is sad there was never a sequel to that album but no now skips. you're like I don't think it could have happened yeah. like that thing is sacred there were no skips on that album not a single one at all so talk to me about the whole process like yeah. of how something like this comes together who was the first person that you like we book around this you know I would love to tell you this beautiful organized story <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you how it actually <laughs> happens right because we real out here what we had decided was that we were gonna <laughs> lean into the theme Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm so so you know I'm a realist I'm I'm gonna be real honest with you right there's when you are a festival that's been around for 29 years people get worried about who you are gonna put on your roster and so there may be organizations out there that try to block particular talent from coming mm. to perform at your festival competition okay what? but hey it's the highest form of flattery it, when you got to make an exclusivity contract so you can't come perform at my I never festival, thought about that kind of stuff re- oh yeah baby okay come on we 29 years old yeah okay. all these other ones is new. 
So in order to continue to win against us, you got to cheat. So, so you cheat with exclusivity contracts to cut people off. So I say that because one of the first things was who's available. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because we can't move our date. Like our date is the 4th of July weekend. You know, other festivals mm-hmm. may have a date, but they can play maybe within a week. It's 4th of July weekend. Yeah, that's, right? that's date. when we yeah. do it. And so availability has to be there. And to be honest, in a good way, there are so many other festivals out there. And hip hop was being celebrated all year. And so we had to do a lot of assessment of who's available, who's available when we need them to be available, who's interested in this kind of format, right? Because even in the artist's realm, things have changed around being virtual, around being here, right? Like (laughs) people are fighting for their money, I ain't mad at them, but a lot has changed there. And so it really started with who's available, what kind of experience do we wanna give people? We knew that everybody was gonna celebrate hip hop on their stages at festival this year. What we'll do is do it on the stage and everywhere else, like the million square feet in the convention center. And so we started with who's available. Then we went down the path of how do we make sure that there's a multi generational representation Mm -hmm. right and so it was really about that and then just like we said about hip-hop we looked at what are some cool moments that this year represents and so it happened to be the 25th anniversary of of the miseducation of lauren hill missy gets into the rock and roll hall of fame which we heard right and heard about and we're like how can we not Right? How can we not have her there? And then when we look at Megan the Stallion, like we had Nicki Minaj last year, Megan is killing it out yeah, here. Yeah, she is. And, and, and so really it became really a matter of just reverse engineering into what makes sense on headliners. I know from a hip hop perspective, we were also really passionate about having regional representation mm-hmm. and making sure that it wasn't the hip hop of any one area that was kind of leading. And so that's what kind of led to these curations where we reached out. You'll see kind of, if you look at the announcement, you'll see kind of a, a person who's sitting at the top of a curation. Those right. are the folks we reached out to. And then they use their networks to reach out to other people to create the curation that was tied to their area and to their region. So that was another step that we took. And then we looked at what do we want to do differently with how we host? We've had many different host pieces. And so we looked at comedians this year mm-hmm. for okay. looking to be our hosts on the Superdome I love that. stage. Mm-hmm. As, along with and you DJs. guys did comedy shows yes, last we, year. Kevin yeah. Hart, I remember he yeah, did he an extra. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we wanted to play with this idea, to be honest. Afion Crockett and Spice Adams came because of the hilarious spoof they did of the... Uh, uh, Keith Sweat, oh, Bobby the, Brown, yeah. uh, verses that happened in 2021, and I swear, like the Keith and Bobby were good, but the the Atheon Crockett Spice Adam hilarious. ones, like yes. I literally lost all my bodily fluids. <laughs> they're good together, and so they're great together, they're good and pair. so they're we gonna have a good time. That we wanted to give a different flavor to what's there, and here's the thing: the people. I have to say this because it's really important to be said. There are multiple generations that have been a part of festival. And I know there's people who think they have priority ownership over the festival and think that it's theirs and only theirs. The reality is I have to run a business Mm -hmm. and I have to have a multi-generational approach. What I don't want people to interpret is that because you're seeing a very hip hop focused lineup, that that's what festival is going to be every year going forward. No, we leaned into a theme. Next year, guess what? The festival turns 30 years old. We're having a birthday party like nobody's (laughs) ever seen. And we're going to do what we need to do for a birthday party. And so my ask has been of the community is go with us as we continue to innovate what the experience looks like. Nobody's being cut out or forgotten. By the way, we're also giving the after darks. If you guys remember that, those were the night concerts and smaller venues. I mean, Mm. you know, the stuff where you don't tell nobody where you you went, you Some show up, beats, right? Maybe. So what we did, what we, we what we're actually <laughs> doing with the After Dark, so that we continue to represent, is the After Darkers are going to Gen Z and Millennials. Mm-hmm. So now, when I'm going to bed, they're gonna be they're gonna be leading. <laughs> and out. you know we going to bed. And, 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 <laughs> and I am not ashamed of the fact that I worship at Bedside Baptist. But the but the piece that will sit with this is mm-hmm. we're giving that group the nighttime because they're not in the fiscal level of their lives to be able to pay for everything in the Superdome. So we're giving them the opportunity to have their own experience within festival 
people in venues that are more within their price range. Mm -hmm. We'll train them up to be the people that then do the Superdome <laughs> right, and then the right. next group will be here. And for the aunties and them, we ain't leaving you out. Right. We ain't leaving you out with what we're doing. We're focusing on a theme. And so I want to make sure that we're being clear that all of the misnomers are essence that forgot who they people, who really pays them and who right. puts food oh, in you, their you mouth. Oh, you read the comments. Okay, got oh, it. They, and if I don't, they find me. But they, they tag me. They do say that every right? year. Yeah. yeah, they do. But yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we're going to have a real business conversation, right? Because this is where I love our community. Like, we love to talk about some stuff, but not everything to make right. it whole, right? I got to run a business. And so I have to look at what does it mean to have a business that can continue to flourish culturally and financially. The group that sits within that auntie group is moving into a different stage of their lives. Yeah. If I don't build a, a future-proof strategy to engaging the next group of earners, right. then you don't have a festival to go to. It is not a matter of cutting people out. It is adjusting to what's happening with the five generations in the workplace. And so I have to say really clearly, I'm, I'm an auntie-ish, but you know I believe age is a mindset. My point is... <laughs> If you don't like the lineup, you don't like the lineup. Don't misattribute it to we're cutting anybody out. Right. We're innovating a business and we're trying to pay attention to what it means for it to still be here. We will continue to innovate and think about different ways to do things, but we will continue to be multi-generational. We will continue to look at how we do authentic cultural celebration and it's going to take some change. Everything can't stay the same or we ain't going to be here no more. Right. I feel you. I, last year, first of all, to be clear, I signed my contract for Way Up with Angela Yee at Essence Fest last year. <laughs> yeah. So I had my own Come little on, private money. celebration. Come on, special it's a special moment. It's a special it is, piece it place is special. for you. It yeah. Just because I couldn't even tell anybody about it at yeah. the time, but I was celebrating in my head, you know, while I was out there, like, yeah. let me get this contract just, I love you that know, you had that in your spirit. Yeah, done with. That. And then I remember the last night was so much fun because, you know, finished working after the concert. We actually went out and with Ghostface and Raekwon. Of course you uh, did. To the club. Because that's, that's what Angela did. Of course you did. Yeah. That's what she did. She just go, that's what yeah. she Okay, yeah. No, but, you know, that's the people who I first came into this business yeah. with working for Wu-Tang yeah. and so for me to see them at the Essence Festival yeah. and then know that I signed my contract and then go and celebrate yeah. in my head yeah. you know it's always going to mean a lot to me it Essence should. Fest absolutely so. and I look forward to more of those moments happening at festival you know so yeah. and are there, okay, so you guys always have some new things going on. I yeah. remember last year there yeah. were a lot of things that were added into the convention center. Yes. Yes. And like you said, this year there's going to be some after dark events yes. that hopefully I could stay up for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have we to. We got like, some espresso and then yeah, I could take a nap. I just asked them to put me on the VIP list. I'm gonna show up early, <laughs> mm -hmm. be the first one and, there. and stake my claim, do mm -hmm. a racetrack, and be gone by the time it's full. Yeah. So what other things can people yeah. look forward yeah. to? Because the food experience was amazing well, last food year. Food and wine is coming back. Mm -hmm. Food and Wine Festival is coming back. We'll continue to grow that, as is the film festival that okay. was new last year. One of the things that some people may not care about but is important to me is the festival and the convention center has always had everything but one hall. There's some, like, boat and fishing show that had it, like, reserved for 10 years, and so we oh could never gosh. get that last <laughs> hall. And so this year we finally have that last hall. So we, for the first time, have the total million square feet of the festival. Five which, boat and fishing. No, I mean, <laughs> right. So you have Bible, go to Slidell, to the swamp, kill a gator. So you have but more space. We have more space, yeah. which means we can bring more experiences together. Because, you know, guys know we would have stuff offsite. Yeah. We would have stuff upstairs. And so mm -hmm. one of the things we hope you feel is that a lot of these core experiences will now be on the main floor of the convention center, accessible to everybody to take turns. We are bringing back the men's experience. Oh, because, okay. because We didn't forget y'all. I know. And y'all cute. But the, uh, <laughs> but the piece and really And for the there, guys, y'all need to come out to this because when I tell you there are women. So many. 
many women. Yes. Every, I mean, y'all can right, come out for the women. Where, come with your wife. Come with your girl. Come with Come with your cigars. Your come yeah. with your brown liquor. Come with your spades. Come yeah. with your dominoes. Because one of the things we have been trying to change the narrative on is, yes, Essence was founded for black women, but she is the CEO of Home Culture and Community. And when she what she does all benefit from. And so how do we give men an opportunity to have yeah. their own experience? So we're bringing back In His Zone and continuing to grow that. Nice. It was a big hit last year. The other thing that's really, really cool, you heard me talk about Essence Ventures, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I'm really excited about this year is we're taking those Essence Ventures brands and what we're doing is bringing them into the festival to activate. So the people that follow those brands throughout the year can now come and be a part of the festival. So what used to be Beauty Carnival mm-hmm. is now BeautyCon, Festival mm-hmm. Edition. Why is that important? Because BeautyCon is the only part of my portfolio that's not just black. It's multicultural. The only all-black BeautyCon will be the one at festival. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Where you could write. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Right? I know jokers want the samples and stuff. All that's coming back. Perfect. Right? But instead of Beauty Carnival, now be labeled BeautyCon. And so all of that beauty followership will now be coming to festival. Which is big. It's huge. Yeah, it's right? Really big. Afropunk. So Afropunk is going to finally activate at festival. Let me tell you why that's this one be amazing. is. Let me tell you why this one means a lot to me in my heart. One of the historic things has been the way that our community has treated the LGBT community and some of those pieces. And there are old narratives of whether or not the Essence audience cared about them. and da, 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 da. So to be able to have Afropunk activate there with all that they represent in terms of inclusion during the festival is a really big milestone for continuing to build yes. our community together. But of course, they ain't going to come and just come. So one, Afropunk, <laughs> Afropunk is doing a skate park. <laughs> so for all you skateboarders or skating that's aunties like with your that. elbow pads, because right? we're not asking them to dilute their their right. yeah. their brand, so they're coming and doing a skate park. Which I'm, I'll be outside. I don't know if I'm gonna be on a skateboard, but I'll be in the era. <laughs> I wouldn't be right? surprised. Listen, I'll, if, I'll be, she'll be fly there with the skateboard. I mean something. Be fly one there, yeah. but we will be there in a local community skate park enjoying things. They are also doing a crew ball. So if you think about Mardi Crew, they're yeah. gonna we just did a, the crew ball. You were with me, remember? So if you go to Mardi Gras, they got different crews. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Afropunk is going to do a crew ball. Okay, they're also going to do an activation called Blacktopia, right? So, Afropunk's going to come in and bring some really dope stuff to the festival along with BeautyCon. Our Global Black Economic Forum is coming back to be able to talk about the things we need to do around the world. And then, of course, we still have the fun activations from our sponsors, which I gave them all a mandate that they have to do something connected to hip hop. So, the cool thing as it relates (laughs) to what will be happening in that million square feet in the convention center, if they listen to me, is. All the activations will take you through a nostalgic journey of hip hop. So you might be over here, like, are they really over there with some starter jackets? Uh, like, pretend, right? Like, uh, every every brand jacket. that is engaging with us in the convention center has to come through the lens of hip hop. So they might be making you some door knocker earrings. They might be right. So we gotta have eight We're we gonna have eight balls. All jackets. the things. And if yours jacket. is in storage, go get whatever you was wearing and put it on. Uh, but the idea is that the, the 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 convention center will still reflect a nostalgic walk around what hip-hop was, which is what differentiates us from the other festivals, right? We might have some performers here, but that million square feet and everywhere else in the festival, you should feel the tangibility of this hip-hop celebration on top of how we're bringing all of those experiences closer and into the convention center so that people can take advantage of more of those. And then we, of course, continue to do the marketplace where people can 
purchase from black owned vendors. We're bringing back the New Orleans business only mm-hmm. pop up shop, which okay. is which is just dedicated and held for <laughs> New Orleans only vendors that we want to buy from. And so we're just just really excited. Oh my gosh! Do that. Y'all it's going to be come dope. To this now, you guys, after listening to this, yeah, I'm excited. Don't miss out. That's okay. We'll bring another friend, and you'll just be mad because you missed out. <laughs> and then you'll come next year to the birthday party. Oh my what, gosh! What do you think is like one of the biggest misconceptions about the festival? Ooh, um, that is just for the aunties. Yeah, I think that's an old think narrative. Yeah, I think back in the day, I think we thought that. I think we kind of get that. I mean, I, now that- I think I think depending on what generation you're from and how you like to spend your time, right? You either use that to blame you, someone or as excuse not to do. If something. If you've ever been there too, because I think if you've never been there, yes. yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. You but I might think, the think bigger that. one for me is we are not Essence Music Fest. That's how it was founded. Yeah. Okay. We are the Essence Festival of Culture. That of culture was added in 2018 mm-hmm. in partnership with the mayor of New Orleans at the time, Latoya Cantrell, because there are 30 experiences as it relates to how we exist of black people outside of the Superdome. So, yes, the music is there and it's still a central piece, but we are talking about the full <coughs> spectrum of black fun, family, finance, and everything in between. And politics. So please, politics. Yeah. Yes. Um, economics. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's talk politics for Mm -hmm. a minute, right? Because part of what we know is this year, next year is going to be a whole bunch of political campaigning. Right. Right. We know. And and again, if you come to festival, maybe you'll see some people that you may want to hear from and Mm -hmm. ask questions about voting. But if you don't show up, you won't know if I'm telling the truth. (laughs) So, so, so. There is something really important around civic engagement. In fact, right now I'm reading a book called The Devil's Politics by Drew Bembo, where he talks about it's a fictional story about a brother who is a Republican and a brother who's a Democrat. (laughs) And their arguments are about neither party has really operated for us. One has just been less worse. Right. And so we've defaulted to yeah, they always say And that. what we really want to see happen from a civic engagement perspective is that people really take the time to be informed and use their vote to really align to the things that are important to them. So Global Black Economic Forum will be leading a lot of that. Like I said, there might be some special guests joining us at festival here. Oh, I feel like there's year. a little spoiler. But, <laughs> but, but what I would say is, equipping us to paint the polls black in service of what we stand for is very loud in the way that we're engaging. No, it is definitely a state of emergency right now. We see everything that's been happening in the White House. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to also know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people Mm -hmm. don't watch the news and they might see something on social media. They don't hear it straight from, uh, you know, from Joe Biden or from whoever their local politician is. And they see something and they're like, oh, this is what's happening. Oh, these numbers are low. Oh, this is the worst. This X, Y, and Z. It's so important for you to actually hear and pay attention and go to official websites instead of paying attention to social media. That is my pet peeve. about what good for you means. (laughs) Right, right. Right. And and as much as we're talking about black community, I just said black is not a monolith. Take the time to do an evaluation of what are the factors that are critically important to you, mm-hmm. to your family and to your community and push the people who are saying they want to represent you on whether or not they're going to represent that. And don't give any credit because of anything aesthetic. Right. Push them mm-hmm. and use your vote. If you don't think they're representing you, don't vote for them. Right. Right. Like we have got to start to own how we can shift the black narrative in this nation if we just used our vote differently. And so continuing to provide resources that help educate our community on that, as well as have fun, as well as celebrate what we contribute as yes. part of the of culture part that we're continuing to try to people. If you, if I ever see anybody write down Essence Music Fest anywhere, <laughs> like Essence Festival Culture, EFOC, as we like to call you it. You hear that, inside. guys, on this YouTube, please do not put... 
Essence Music Festival. Yeah, please do not. Do you that. can, Essence but, but then I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out the woodwork and be like EFOC Essence <laughs> Festival of Culture. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming through, and you know, Caroline. I know every year I want you to come by more often though, because you have, Holla. like you said, whenever it's you the want. whole Essence Ventures, yes. and there's a lot going on yes. at all times. Anytime. We want to learn more about BeautyCon. Yes. Of course, we know Afropunk is happening, Brooklyn. Yep. and then Essence Studios. All of yes. that that you have going down. So if there's ways that we can also make sure we get the word out, that's yes. what we're here for, and way up and well, into. I appreciate the alignment. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And, you know, it's it's always good to be with sisters, right? There's something really refreshing and refueling. And even the time I've spent with you gives me the energy to go finish the rest of this June before <laughs> before our festival. Because it's not like I have nothing going on until our festival. And, and, and what you guys represent and how you do it is what keeps me motivated. But I'm also super proud of both of you. Thank you. And Thank we celebrate you. both of you and, and where we can play a role in making sure that the stories of what you're driving are amplified. We and offer I, the same service. And as far as Wanga women. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, because so, I always think it's important to have yeah. your own personal brand yes. as well in what you yeah. in what you do. So, yeah. can you just give us I'll give you a brief. some Wanga woman yeah. information? So, so, Wanga woman was born out of the way that I was choosing to um, talk about how purpose played a role in my life. And really how shedding what was a way of operating that wasn't authentic to who I was changed the trajectory of my career, my life, my finances. And so we founded Wanga Woman really out of demand. Mm-hmm. People wanted us to come and talk more about how do you weaponize authenticity for your own good. Um, and so the, 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 the mission of Wanga Woman is to democratize authenticity by helping people find their purpose. Um, yes, it comes with speaking opportunities, but there's courses and other things that are literally just based on what I did to find myself because the personal mission in it for me is it took me so long having been a mom at 17 and being stuck at that failure for almost 18 years and not seeing what I'd done and, and operating apologetically and people renegotiated my potential without my permission and a whole bunch of other stuff. I was so stuck there for almost 20 years. And when I finally unlocked who I was and looked back to fix my life, my psychological birthdays and all that stuff, I got so angry that it took so long that my mission became getting people to get to that place sooner so they can have funner sooner. Mm. And so the mission is simply to democratize authenticity by getting people connected to their purpose so that they can start to activate their purpose in the world because I believe that everybody has a purpose that's uniquely theirs and if they don't go after it, the world goes without. So we say who you are is who you are. If you can't be who you are, where you are, you change where you are, not who you are. Y'all better connect. Okay? I want to get some fun Isn't sooner. I, yeah, I like that. I, I mean, right. Because the then like, there's a cornucopia of fun and excitement for you on the <laughs> yeah. other side. I like that. Yeah. Well, Dr. Wanga. Uh, <laughs> talk, about like, talk about it. Talk about it. My mama's going to be so proud talk of that. Talk about it. Dr. Mama, Wanga, you know, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. For coming through. She got her doctorate from um, Dillard, Dillard University yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah, my second one. Yeah, your second yeah. one. So. For my mama. That's for my mom and daddy who I told I'd never be a doctor. And now they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine. Celebrate. <laughs> you can have double that. Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Double doctor. Double doctor. I'm Dr. a double doctor. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Where can people go to find information? EssenceFestival.com. Pay attention to our social our social for things like the app and other things that will be dropping soon and if nothing else y'all be in my dms you know how to find me okay <laughs> all right it's way up with angelie caroline dr caroline wanga thank you so <laughs> much right. for joining us thank you loves way up 
Angela Yee, and I love to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI naturally in rhythm. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.